Thanks for listening to Adoptive Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. Today in our study of 1 John, we find ourselves in chapter 2, verse 20. We're going to talk about how we have concrete knowledge. So 1 John 2, 20 reads, But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. So first off, before we start, I'd like to give a little bit of clarity. So when it says you have been anointed by the Holy One, I take that to mean the Holy Spirit. So hopefully that helps us as we seek to understand what this passage means and how it applies to us today. So my first point that I'd like to share is based off of the beginning part of this verse. It says you have been anointed by the Holy One. So um, we have an anointing from the Holy Spirit. So what exactly does this mean? Well, first off, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is for all believers. So it's not for a particular people, it's not just for pastors, it's not just for deacons, it's for all believers. And so we also see that the anointing of the Holy Spirit gives us an eternal promise. God's anointing of us sets us apart from death for eternity. So that anointing of us shows that we are His, and we are His children, that's, um, I named the podcast Adopted Believers Podcast because our adoption is so crucial. And that anointing of us just shows in an even bigger way how we're set apart. So we indeed are set apart by the Holy Spirit when He when He is inside of us and how we bear fruit. That shows how we are set apart. We are anointed. So we also... Um, see in 2 Corinthians one twenty one through 22 some clarity on the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to read that for you. It says, And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and has not and has who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our own hearts as a guarantee. So he shows us that he's put his seal on us and he's given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. That is some good clarity on our anointing. That shows us um, just some context and how the anointing of the Spirit is used throughout the Bible. So we as Christians are also to be set apart from the world. That's because we obey God's Word. When we obey God's Word, we set ourselves apart. We show our anointing of the Holy Spirit through obedience. And so we are also set apart from the world because God's Word is the foundation of our thinking not man's word. So that really sets us apart from humanistic, atheistic thinking. We do not believe that man is the center of the universe. He's not, he cannot be independent and live. We see that through God's word. God is the only way that we have eternal life. Man on his own will die. And we have our founding in God's word. That's how we think. That's how we view the world around us. It's our foundation not what we think, not man's word. And so that ties into my second point, which is you all have knowledge. That's what John John says at the end of this verse. You all have knowledge. So the foundation of Christian thinking is God's word. That is how we have true knowledge. And we can know that it's true knowledge because it's from God. It's not relative It's not just made up. It's not in another dimension. It is real knowledge. And it is absolute truth when it is from the Bible. So, um, for some context of why this was written, this particular verse, so heresies were spread around 
the time of the writing of First John, and those undermine God's word. Um, one of those was Gnosticism, and those heresies wanted to implant man's ideas onto the Bible, which you cannot do. God's word is absolutely true. When we put our own fallible ideas into the Bible, it is a recipe for disaster, so we cannot do that. So when man places himself and his own ideas at the center of his thinking, he cannot find meaning. He also can have no absolute morals. There is a crumbling when our foundation is us. When we found our thinking on ourselves, we have no meaning and we have no absolute morals. Who's to say what's right and wrong? Who's to say why we have meaning if we are just on our own? However, we have good news. We have meaning that is absolutely real, given to us by God through the Bible. It is real meaning. We have real hope, real meaning, because the Bible tells us we do. We are put here to glorify God, and that is a beautiful, beautiful thing that God has given us to do. That is true meaning, to know God and to know Him better by enjoying Him. That is what gives us hope as believers. When we're, when we're focused on ourselves and when we have ourselves at the center of our thinking, that's just a road to hopelessness because we are fallible, uh, messed up people because of sin. And so we need God at the center of our universe because He is infinite. So we have infinite hope from our infinite God. We are not infinite. So when we're at the center of the universe, when we're at the center of our thinking, it is finite. Our happiness finite. It fades. However, when we have God at the center of our universe, we have eternal joy because he is infinite. So the Bible helps us to interpret and understand the world and beyond. We can know about our relationship with God through the Bible. We can know whether we're saved, as First John shows us, through the Bible. We can know what's morally right and wrong. The Bible tells us the Mosaic Law does a great job of giving us morals to live by. Now, we've been freed from the law. However, it still shows us how God wanted the Israelites to live. And a lot of that saying, the heart of that law still applies to us. The love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. That is still true for us. We have to love our neighbor and love the Lord our God with all our heart and soul. And the Bible helps us. It shows us how to do that. And so we can accurately use reasoning when we understand the Bible. And we have the Bible as our foundation. A lot of people think that faith and reasoning don't go together. Like, it's blind faith. It's not that at all. Reasoning encourages faith. And it's biblical. We see this in multiple sections of scripture. Isaiah 1.18, God calls the Israelites to reason with him because they were acting sinfully. He says, come now, let us reason. Like, what you're doing is foolish. Come on, guys. Think, please. When you think, you will see that choosing me is very, very wise. Forsaking the infinite God who rewards you infinitely? Not so smart. And we also see this in Acts 17.2, 18.4, 19.8. Paul uses reasoning, especially with the Greeks, because they didn't have the foundation of the Bible. He had to build the foundation of the Bible and then build on that 
build on the foundation of the Bible with the gospel. And so we also see that in 1 Peter 3.15, how we're to give a reason for our faith. We are to defend our faith with reasoning that's founded on the Bible. When the reasoning's from us, we cannot do that. The Bible has to be our biggest defense for our faith. We cannot impart our own resources, our own ideas. We can't come, we can't give evidence from the earth as our first foundation of why we believe. Like, oh, look, we found some red blood cells in the dinosaur. That's why we believe in Christianity. That's good. Then that is evidence for Christianity. But that's not what we found it on. Our hope is founded in the Bible and the truth it gives us. And so to summarize, we have to be reading and studying God's word daily. It is our foundation. And this will transform how we view the world around us and help us to see clearly. We can clearly see what's around us through God's word. And so we can find meaning and hope in the Bible. And so again, daily go to God's word. Keep up the spiritual discipline of reading and studying God's word and you will be able to see events around you and understand that God is sovereign. God is in control. And we have hope. We have hope of eternal life. And we have to share that with others. Share that through the gospel. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.